Good morning and welcome to Wake Up Your Relationship. I'm your host, Don, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Massachusetts. And today, our topic is going to piggyback off of what we just talked about last week. And we're going to actually talk about unrealistic expectations. So expectations just in general are actually typically the thing that hurts us the most in relationships. And what I mean by that is when I see a couple that's really struggling, especially when they're on the cusp of divorce or, you know, breaking up or whatever it is that they're doing to end the relationship, it's typically because they have a lot of expectations that haven't been met for a very long time. So expectations are important to have. It teaches us kind of how people should treat us and what is important to us as a person and just keeps our sense of identity overall. So it's not that we shouldn't have any expectations because that can get into the danger zone, but ultimately when you're dealing with another person, you cannot have every expectation met. That makes it unrealistic. So for example, something that would be a really great kind of exercise that you and your partner can do to understand whether this is a realistic expectation or not, would be important that you both just sit down together and actually start talking about what you both are hoping for your life, hoping for your day, hoping for your week, and etc. and really see where the boundaries are between the two of you. Ideally, this should happen before you make the big commitment of a lifetime, but if it's already happened and you two are developing, this is kind of that like beginning couple years I typically see in especially new marriages. No matter how old the relationship is, once you get into that containment of marriage, the compromise and the clarity of what you really need, it definitely comes in at that point more so than ever before. So you two would sit down, have a conversation, but most of the time we don't get it quite that easy. Instead, what happens is you say something, they say something, they want something, you want something, whatever it is, or you don't want something, something happens and you run up against a wall and you both are saying opposite answers. And this comes down to the compromise or the awareness or whatever it kind of is. So I think one of the easiest ones, well, I don't know about easy to fix, but it's easiest to understand that this is unrealistic expectations is socializing. So each person has a different threshold of what amount of socializing you want to do, as well as what kind of socializing you want to do. And in any couple, this would be a great expectation that you both have communicated at least. So I would easily say for me, I like to be more social than my partner does. And so what ends up happening is I end up going out with friends more often than I go out with him because he doesn't like doing that. And instead we make quality time in different ways that meets more of his needs and my needs simultaneously. So let's say I really like going out to concerts and big parties and lots of people and lots of noise and I like doing that twice a week. I like doing that twice a week and my partner likes doing that twice a month. And so for those twice a month, he and I go do that together and for the other stuff, I go and either do some level of his thing. So let's say instead of doing 
twice a week of my going out partying thing, I do once a week. And the other thing I do in his style, where it's a movie night or it's chill or it's uh, whatever equivalent you two can kind of make. And when you both feel like you're pushing a little bit against your boundary, but not completely, you found the middle. So this is how you negotiate an expectation and make it realistic. Now, if you have an absolutely unrealistic expectation at all, this would be my partner absolutely hates raw food. He absolutely hates sushi. Absolutely hates it. Can never happen. This would be just horrible. And I absolutely love sushi and raw food or, or whatever the equivalent would be. And I want to take him out um, or I want him to take us out on a date every Tuesday night for sushi night. And th this would be unrealistic. This is pretty clear where this isn't necessarily a defect on his part. This is just where we're not necessarily exactly the same. And that's good that we're not exactly the same. But this is an unrealistic expectation I have for him to fulfill this need. So now I can get some friends and I can go do that with them maybe not every tuesday or but maybe that could be something that like we have takeout every tuesday and i get sushi and he gets something else this is how you meet in the middle for unrealistic expectations so other things are and it's kind of like what i said last week which is expecting my partner to be what they're not and i mean expecting them to be a man or a woman when they are the opposite so for instance, women have a certain way of talking to one another when it comes down to collaborating or thinking about something or building something. I like to think of it as the imagination. We want to play the game of how it could be, whatever it could be, when it could be, all the colors, all the depth, all the nuance, all the fun. We want to build it all in our minds and the imagination. And men typically like to build the reality. How am I going to financially get there? How long is that going to take? What kind of hard work? Do I even want to do all that hard work? Is this really necessary? Blah, blah, blah. So it's not that men don't have these fantasies. It's just definitely not at the same depth or frequency that women will. And women like to talk about it with one another. Where a guy, this can just freak him out. I have an episode about this a while back, so feel free to check that one out as well. But this is an actual unrealistic expectation that your guy is going to talk to you like a girl. It doesn't mean he can't learn, as I said in the last episode, but you got to know it's going to take him some time. So having a realistic expectation that your guy is in fact a guy instead of a woman will help both of you knowing that this is a topic he's not good at, this is a topic you're not good at, and that you two really want to meet in the middle is important. So another unrealistic expectation thing that I see a lot is the emotions. So women do tend to have higher emotional intelligence. It's just more societal trained than men are, and men have a tendency to need to work and not feel where women are more willing to feel and work in that kind of line of thought as far as like this thing needs to get done and it's troublesome it doesn't matter how i feel i'm going to get it done that's a guy this thing needs to get done and i'm going to think about how it makes me feel and decide whether i am going to do it or not or how i'm going to do it or whatever it is so just keep in mind they're different again but when it comes down to sharing feelings 
and how you two want to share and be heard and be supported, you two are going to be once again different. It's not that this expectation is unrealistic to the point that it should never be met. However, this is unrealistic that your partner immediately understands how to do this correctly. And I see a lot of women, as I said last episode, that jump to the conclusion that they should break up because their guy is being a guy and does not have emotion, like intelligence the way she does. So just keep in mind, it is unrealistic to expect him to be a woman, but it's not unreasonable to want him to learn difference. So other ways to kind of tell the difference between a realistic expectation and an unrealistic expectation is foundation. I really, really need these things in life and I can't make it without it. So I would actually say a lot of us have some way more general realistic expectations that typically our partners actually do meet. It's just the peripheral stuff that now that the foundation is good, we want everything. So when I think about me and my partner and what really works for us, I think of safety. I feel commitment. I feel like the drive to provide, the drive to never make me question where he is in loyalty or in his mind or in his determination to take care of us. I know for a fact that my partner is here forever and is in the for the long haul and he can handle it. That is foundation stuff. I know for a fact that our love languages really match well. Foundational things. This works. Now, I know some peripheral things, such as what we like to eat and what we like to do, is negotiable. Me wanting him to be me is unrealistic. Me wanting to do some things with him is realistic. You should have this conversation. Start with yourself, first and foremost. Be asking yourself, what are the things I actually genuinely want that are core and that are peripheral and kind of go from there. If you two can have that conversation, this will shed so much light so quickly and you won't have to wait until it rams you in the face when you're expecting it and it doesn't happen and then you're upset. So it is really normal to wait until those moments because sometimes we don't know it's a thing until it becomes a thing. But if you can avoid it, it's a lot less upsetting and it just makes everything so much easier to negotiate in a calm like setting, a calm emotional state, a calm everything. Because when you feel like your partner has failed you, when you feel like your partner has betrayed you or your partner is not what you thought, or whatever it is, that is such a horrible place to start a negotiation. So try your best to maybe be shocked if that's how you learn it, but really take some time to process why you're shocked. Process how you're going to handle that and how you two want to communicate the new way you're going to be because of this. All right? Some expectations are boundaries. Some expectations are the base the foundation, and that's typically boundaries to some degree, not always. And then some expectations are the peripheral. You need to understand that there are unrealistic expectations in a partnership, there are realistic ones, and there are foundational ones. The foundational ones should have gotten you in the relationship to begin with. The peripheral ones are probably the ones you're arguing about. 
think about it. So let's get you some homework. I would say, if anything, let's divide this into two categories and two different topics. So first topic is going to be category one and two, foundational expectations. Important things that this get met. Peripheral expectations. This is negotiable. This is, I can get outside help. I can do it on my own. I can do it with you sometimes. And now part two, once you do part one, so do this like foundation, peripheral, write your own list, think about it. You two should then talk about it, come together and negotiate these two different sides to really see where you're at. Create your reality, your expectations, the foundations of how you are as a couple and have this conversation. All right, this has been a little bit of a long episode, but once again, another one that's important. So I hope you learned something and I will see you in the next episode next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care. Bye.